0: Hello everybody and welcome back to the Beyond Football Show. Today I have a very special guest, Mr James Beardwell. Introduce yourself, mate.
1: Hello, I'm, I'm James Beardwell, the DTFC superfan, and I've been a DTFC supporter since August 2019. Amazing. So
0: obviously we've started straight off talking about DTFC, so tell me a bit more about uh, your club.
1: DTFC is a really special club and I got on really, really well with the DTFC lads and the lads of DTFC have been absolutely superb and they looked after me really, really well and, and all the DTFC lads have been saying what a great supporter I am for cheering on DTFC, home in the way this season and some of last season as well. It was absolutely brilliant and I've really, really enjoyed it. And it was absolutely brilliant.
0: Incredible. Great to hear, mate. So how did, how did DTFC start? Is, is it... uh Because obviously, I, from what I understand, it's DT from Arsenal fan TV. Is that his team? Is that correct?
1: That's right, yeah. It, it comes from AFTV when... Because he supports Arsenal. And I'm, I'm a big DT fan. Okay, since cool. A few years ago. I've been a massive fan of DT since a few years ago when I watched his superb match day vlogs worldwide and it really inspired me massively and, and really helped me doing my match day vlogs with DTFC home and Way this season. And some of last season is because of DT's huge inspiration. And I remembered when I very first went to see DTFC, went to visit in Hackney, and made my way to Hackney and went to see DTFC play against Hackney Wick, and that was in that four three defeat. And and I, I remember Pete, who is the Hackney Wick supporter and the man, manager of Hackney Wick as well. And I've and I've asked Pete, I would like to really meet DT because, like I said, I'm a massive fan of DT and. And I finally got to meet DT and I've told him that I've really enjoyed his matchday vlogs and I loved his matchday vlogs because it's been a massive inspiration. And he said, no worries. And then and we had a selfie and it really made my day. And I've oh, also met,
0: I've
1: also met the DTFC lads as well. And it's been a really, really good day and I've really, really enjoyed it. And since I first become a DTFC supporter in August 2019, and that was the game against Untitled FC in the Blood Brothers friendly match. And all the DTFC lads have been saying, James, you're now part of the family of DTFC. That brings me wow. a huge smile, a massive smile. Uh-huh.
0: That's brilliant, mate. That's that's so good to hear that they've obviously embraced you and and you know so they should. I mean, obviously, I, I watch your um your YouTube videos, um obviously before the uh, coronavirus restrictions, uh, which we will get onto a bit later on in the podcast. And you know your your support's amazing. So yeah, you're a credit to non-league football, mate. Thanks. So, uh, moving on. So a little bit more about DTFC. Where's their where's their home stadium? Where do they play for um for anyone who doesn't know?
1: The home matches is played at, at Harlow Town because we actually awesome. ground share Harlow Town and the ground is absolutely superb. And I went to the DTFC home games this season, went at Harlow Town, and, and the, the ground facilities is absolutely superb. And the atmosphere around the ground was absolutely incredible. And I remember I've remembered on the match days at the home games, I met some new friends of DTFC fans as well, like, Keegan, Tom, Jamie and Will, and they're, they're my new friends and we got on really, really well and we sang together at the games, it's, which is really nice to see. And and I'm so pleased that we made new friends and we got on really, really well. And it's, it's been absolutely brilliant. Awesome. So
0: do you guys go to all the games together or are, are those supporters just there for their home games?
1: Um. They mainly go to the home games, but I, I I went to every single game's home in the way with DTFC, and but because most most people from from Harlow, and and they said I prefer going to the home games, like many home games, and I, and I also told my told the lads like Keegan and Will and and stuff, and, I, and I've told them like if I ever want to come. To the DTFC away game, just sort of let me know and we'll arrange to travel together on the train or something like that and and let them know where we're playing away because it'll be really nice to have more people coming to the DTFC away matches, van just me all the time. It'll be nice to have a few fellow supporters coming to the away games as well. It's, It's like, like at the home games, it'll be really, really nice.
0: Brilliant. So, um, obviously, you're a massive DTFC um, supporter, from what we've you know what we've talked about so far, and your uh, online presence. But do you have any favourite players? Do you have a you know somebody who you think? Yeah, he's he's my favourite DTFC player.
1: My favourite player is Kieran Hipgrave, which is DT son Kieran is oh, okay. player, and his free kicks was absolutely sensational. And I remember the game against Chigwall Town earlier this season when we're 2-1 up. And then Chris told me the other day, Chris Smith, who was previously on my Instagram live the other day. I, I did a live video with Chris Smith, cool. who was a DJ player. And he said to me, them two are arguing amongst themselves. Not like major argument, but they're bickering amongst themselves who gets to take the free kick. And then <laughs> even... Kieran wants to take the free kick because he knew where the goal is, and I absolutely guessed that he will score. I've guessed it. In, I've guessed it in my head that he will score, and then I was right. He curled it into the back of the net. Oh,
0: amazing!
1: I <laughs> like Chris said. He proved me wrong. Fair play to Kieran because, like, <laughs> but like I said, Kieran is a quality player and. He's a really nice guy as well. We got him really well. And brilliant.
0: What's his position? A... Where, where, where does he play?
1: He plays attacking midfield, I think it was. And oh, okay. Yeah, I think he plays attacking midfield or strike or something like that. And, but he's a quality player and he scores some brilliant goals. I remember the game before we went to non-league football. It was last October. We played against United Stand FC in the Blood Brothers League game in October. And and before we come to the game, I've remembered I've remembered I met Troops, who was the other Arsenal fan. He's another oh, of course,
0: yeah. Arsenal fan uh, TV.
1: Yeah, I met Troops, and and then I wanted to selfie with him because I've told him I wanted a selfie because I'm a big fan of Troops as well, and it really made my day. And I've told him he's been. It's been another inspirational with his match day Vlogs too, with Arsenal Worldwide. And then I had a selfie with troops, and it really made my day. That was before the game against United Stand, down in the, at the Middlesex Stadium in Lip, when we played okay. against United Stand FC. And, and then during the match, the support I did was absolutely outstanding, with loud singing throughout the whole 90 minutes. And... I remember the second half when we scored the fifth goal and when Kieran was about to take the free kick and then he curled it into the back of the net and then <laughs> I, was sprint, I was sprinting from behind the goal all the way to the DTFC dugout behind the barriers, behind the barrier, you know, you know the barrier that, that yeah. That yeah, yeah. the spectators from behind the barrier? And I got to the DTFC dugout, but I sprinted all the way to the dugout <laughs> behind the barrier, And then I've just managed to celebrate with DT, the gaffer, because it was in front of the barrier. And then, and I went, yes. And then DT turned around and went, yes. And then, and then I gave him a hug for a celebration. It was, it was a memorable celebration. Like, we Amazing. both said, It was brilliant. And, and then and that was before we beat united stands 7-0 and after that celebration I jogged back behind the goal to continue the support throughout the whole 90 minutes before we won 7-0 but yeah it's, it's been a memorable night and it's been a memorable celebration the the celebration was was epic especially yeah, with the it sounds goal. It.
0: <laughs> Celebrating then, with the manager that's that's that's, that's got to be one of your one of your favorite things ever James one of your greatest memories
1: that's got to be one of the greatest memory when we fresh thrashed United stand 7-0 and then and especially that celebration when I sprinted from behind the goal to the DTFC dugout and gave DT a hug to celebrate because I was behind the barrier and he was in front of the barrier and then we both celebrated it was a memorable one i like <laughs> I really enjoyed it and Definitely.
0: Uh, yeah. really, really good mate. So um, so you, obviously you mentioned uh, United uh, United stand. Do, do DTFC do they have a, like a particular rival team like my team's West Brom, um, and our biggest rivals are wolves, obviously as as the grounds are so close together and a lot of the supporters you know, a lot of families in the West Midlands are split um, you know obviously Wolves supporters and West Brom supporters. so so do DTFC have any any close rivals at all?
1: We have a rivals like United Stand FC, but our main rivals is FC, which we played FC in the Blood Brothers Cup final. And okay. and then that was our biggest rival is FC. And we what we lost one-nil in the league before we played them again in the final, because we went through to the final. And then on the day when we played against AFTVFC in the cup final, and I remember before the cup final. DT, the the gaffer, has sent me a, a, a message to me on Instagram to, to sort of let me know that, that I've got the invite to come on the DTFC team coach with the DTFC. Wow. We went to Nando's for, for our pre-match meal and it's been like a memorable day and it's sort of like, mm. I brought me a massive smile for that big surprise from DT and it was, <laughs> it's been a massive privilege to be part on the DTFC team coach to get on, like to get to Nando's for a pre-match meal. And it's, the meal was really, really nice. And I've really, really enjoyed it. It was the first time ever I've been to Nando's for, 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 for a meal and it's, and it was really, really nice standing Nando's. And we had a good laugh there as well. And before we traveled back to Harlow town on the coach to get ready for the Blood Brothers Cup final, and during the blood brothers cup final like before the match I, I met claude and ty and they're really nice chaps and and they're both really hilarious at times when i saw them two used to argue amongst themselves when i used to watch their channel and they used to argue amongst themselves but no they're, they're really nice chaps but but we became enemies during the match day in the cup final like like my team DTFC and and their lot they their rivals and but without we became good friends but in the match days we became enemies like not friends but it's in a in a banter way like having a good laugh as well during the match I'm, I remember the game during the match when when we scored the fourth goal and and then I think the VFC bench like Claude and. One of the other lot was arguing with the referee and then, and then the referee has sent Claude off with a red card. And then, <laughs> and then, brilliant. Yeah, and when Claude was about to go down the tunnel and then the announcer just came up and went, it's time to go! <laughs> 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 That's brilliant, James. It really cracked me up so <laughs> much. I nearly cried. I absolutely cried with laughter when the, the announcer went saying it's time to go, when Claude was walking down the tunnel. And then... <laughs> and,
0: and, so and of course, if uh, if anyone's listening and they don't know the background to that, uh, if I'm right, I'm pretty sure about this, it's time to go. That's a line, isn't it, off Arsenal fan TV, obviously, uh, with uh, in regards to Arsene Wenger. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, that was the line because I watched... That was it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> interview on their on their channel, and then he was shouting, "It's time to go." <laughs> yeah. I'm really? not a biggest Premier League fan, but I'm more of a non-league football fan. Like supporting my non-league club, DTFC, because like because I enjoy non-league football a lot more. Because because sometimes like it's it's nice to enjoy non- non-league football.
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, it's all about community, isn't it? Non-league football. And obviously, you know, what you do for DTFC, your amazing support, you know, it's great. And, you know, there needs to be more fans like you, James, you know, who go and support and help out these, uh, you know, these non-league clubs, because it's, it's difficult times at the moment. Obviously, with the pandemic, a lot of clubs are struggling financially and, you know, going to the games and obviously, you know, buying, buying the merchandise and things like that, that's going to help these clubs
1: survive. Absolutely, yeah, because, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm a big, huge DTFC super fan. I've got a lot of DTFC merchandise that I bought. Like, well, actually, my mum actually bought that for me for my birthday. Oh, awesome. Because my birthday was on the 30th of June, and I've told mum what I want for my birthday, and then, and then mum's got a lot of DTFC things for my birthday when I've opened me presents. It was a big surprise. And, oh, brilliant. And a, this day... On Christmas Day, I got more DTFC merchandise and it sort of really made my, it made my superb birthday and, and Christmas of 2020. And I had loads of fun on my birthday as well. And I had a bouncy castle in my back garden, had lots of fun. Amazing. On the adult castle, it was really, really good, having lots of fun and also keeping fit as well. And it's it's, it's been the best birthday.
0: That sounds great, mate. I'm so glad, you you know, you're able to celebrate your uh, your birthday this year and have a nice time, you know, with everything going on in the outside world. Well, it's important, isn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's very important to celebrate on their birthdays and, and Christmas as well, like Christmas Day. And especially I've got a lot of merchandise of DTFC that mum bought me for Christmas, and it was it was really, really nice. And Brilliant. I've also remembered, well, I nearly forgot to mention that, Winning the Blood Brothers Cup for DTFC, it was a memorable night. And the celebrations after we won the Cup was absolutely incredible. And I'll never forget it. It was absolutely amazing.
0: Brilliant, James. It's it's so glad to hear, you know, all these amazing stories and amazing memories, you you know, you've had from your time supporting DTFC because that's what football's all about isn't it it's creating these positive memories i know i've got so many great memories following my team west brom and it's great to hear that you've got the same so a little bit more on uh, DTFC like how are um, what's the situation with DTFC in the league at the moment how are they doing are they are they looking for promotion because obviously um because because some people who might be listening to the podcast maybe don't follow DTFC maybe don't follow the league that they're in so it'd be great to hear a bit more about uh, how are they getting on this season?
1: We're currently in the Essex Alliance League senior division in step seven. And we had a strong season. We was currently, I think it was joint second below FC Barace. And um, but we were, ch- but we, we are challenging for the title this season. But with this pandemic keep going on, like the lockdowns and stuff, mm. but I wasn't too sure if, if, if the season's going to continue because of the lockdown and stuff going on. But I was really hoping to complete the fixtures this season because like everyone wants to complete the season fixtures. But but with this pandemic lockdown keep going on, like the second lockdown happened in November and then it, and then the third national lockdown happened two weeks ago. And I, I'm not too sure if, it's, if they're going to complete the season again like last year, but which is, which is very, very hard. But we just sometimes we've got to think about everyone's health and keeping everyone safe at this time. But it'll be good to complete the season. We've just got to wait and see what the FA are going to decide. But it'll be really, really good to complete the season. But we just have to wait and see.
0: Yeah, 100%, mate. Well, you know, I can only echo what you've said there. Obviously, you know, the situation we're in at the moment, we've got to focus on keeping everybody healthy and safe. And But yeah, you know, it's obviously difficult, you know, when when things like football, which is, a, which is obviously... Uh, you know, a massive part of your life, massive part of my life, you know, that all gets stopped and you can't go to the games. You really do miss that community, don't you? That community and family feel, um, you know, around that comes with following a club and following your team.
1: I really miss it so much because I really enjoyed going to the DTFC matches like every week. And currently every week because like, because sometimes everyone's getting fed up with the lockdowns and tier systems. But the main thing is we just have to like, keep following the rules and keep following the procedures and precautions and stuff to keep everyone safe. But hopefully this year, things will get back to normal soon. Like we don't know when, but hopefully things will go back to normal. And because everyone wants to get back to our normal lives again and support their teams every Saturdays permanently. Like before the pandemic started, it'll be really, really good.
0: Yeah, definitely, mate. You know, we can... uh fingers crossed obviously with the vaccine and um you know the positive steps forward we're making at the moment fingers crossed you know by the summer um you know we're we're in a lot better situation than we're at the moment so so obviously um i've been watching your uh, youtube videos for a while now so keep them up james they're absolutely brilliant mate um thanks um, so obviously, I saw you made your uh, you made your debut, didn't you, for DTFC in a uh, match against uh, Eric's, um, sorry, Eric's <laughs> e- Essex Charity FC. How was that? How was wearing the DT shirt and uh, running out on the pitch with your uh, uh, DTFC heroes?
1: How was that? It's been an amazing feeling because, like, since when the charity football match started away at Essex Charity at Whitten Town's ground, because Essex Essex Charity FC played... At Whitton Town, which which I only lived just down the road, and oh, okay. made my debut for DTFC in the charity football match. But it's been an amazing feeling that I've been selected in the DTFC team. But I came on in the second half, and I always give hundred percent for DTFC, and because like i remember the gaffer DT told everyone before the match we want to play like we did in the league and cup games we want we want to take the match like we play in the league and cup oh. games bouncy football matches to enjoy but we want to play like we did in the in the in the league games and but i really really enjoyed it and because i've been saying like because i remember someone put a comment on i think it was on my instagram or or twitter that that someone said to me the other day like when i was doing my workout at home to keep fit, mm-hmm. and one of them said, "I think you should get the call up to play for DTFC." And I, and I said, "No, I prefer to be a DTFC super fan in the leagues and cup games because 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 you play at such a high level, and but I can only play in the charity football match for DTFC just to enjoy it and have a bit of fun and to have a good laugh as well. But Van taking Van taking things seriously like in the leagues and cup games because I don't find it quite suitable like taking things seriously and because I prefer to play just to enjoy it.
0: No, that's that's totally understandable, mate. And, you know, you play an important role, don't you, in being a supporter and being there and cheering on the team. So, you know, you, you need to be there on the sidelines cheering your team on. You know, it's, it's such an important part to play. And I think we've seen in wider football in the Premier League and in the top leagues, the impact that having no supporters there you know, has on the games, you know, I, I think teams look less motivated. I think teams look, teams look sloppy that, you know, that adrenaline's not pumping, which they obviously have when they've got a stadium full of supporters. So yeah, you do a really, really important job. So i um, getting, um, carrying on kind of talking about your support for DTFC, James. Um, how, how do you keep it up every week? Obviously, you know, going, going every, every Saturday, uh, you know, following DTFC around, how do you keep up that high level of support and, you um, you know, always motivating and, you know, wanting your team to do well.
1: I've gave a lot of motivation of the DTFC support and especially I'm so proud on how I coped with my autism and learning disabilities on how to travel independently. And I've traveled extremely well independently to get to the games of DTFC home in the way because my autism and learning disabilities never affect me at all because like, it helps me get out more because going to watch DTFC is my main get out to watch my football team. And, and I was really, really proud. And the DTFC lads have been saying to me, they're all really proud of me on how I coped really well with my autism and learning disabilities on traveling to the DTFC games independently. In my traveling experience, I, I, I've now, I now have 25 years of traveling experience. Is like to get on the train independently to get to the right destinations. Is you have to read on the screen; it tells you what platform it is to get on the right platform, to get on the on the right train, and to get on the right time when the train comes and the right platform to get to the right destination. Sure, and I did it extremely well, and I had no problems at all. And especially in my traveling experience, I get to the right places and get into the right platform numbers and get on the right train and the right train time to get to the right destination.
0: That's brilliant James honestly you're a real inspiration you know put you know getting out there following your team and you know you show great confidence and determination so well done mate keep it up. Thanks. So um, obviously, you, you, I guess now, you know, you've done it, as you say, you've done a lot of travelling, you've seen a lot of football stadiums. So I kind of want to find out what's, what's the favourite, what's your favourite ground that you visited in your time uh, kind of on the road following DTFC?
1: My favourite ground, um, it was a really, really tough one, but I'm going to have to say like Harlow Town FC because the atmosphere around the ground was absolutely incredible, which we play our home games. Amazing. at Harlow Town, but the atmosphere around the whole ground was absolutely incredible, and, and they got a nice stand there as well, like, on the side. It's really, really good, but I mainly stand behind the goal where the DTFC team attacked towards the goal and towards me as well, and then we change ends for the second half because, like we say, in the second half, the DTFC team attack towards the goal towards me as well.
0: Amazing. That's that's that sounds really good, mate. So, so you've always got the best view of the action.
1: It's really good, especially when I did my match day vlogs with DTFC and and I filmed the games of DTFC and and my introduction and my intro before I, when I started my match day vlogs and and uh and I should do I'll definitely do the journeys again one day when the pandemic is over. Like how I travelled. I will do the train journey bit as well one day to show everyone how I coped on travelling independently to get to the Games to watch DTFC home and way, and that would be really, really good.
0: Amazing. So, obviously, we've talked about your favourite grounds, um, obviously Harlow Town FC. Do you have a least favourite ground? Is there a ground that you visited that you think, mm, I, I won't be heading there again?
1: <laughs> That's a really, really tough one because... Um, because most of it is really, really good. I- I've remembered when we played Jolov Sports away in the Essex Alliance League, and I've made my trip down to East Ham Station. I- I've made the trip to East Ham, which which where Jolov Sports FC play. And and since I got to East Ham Station, then I had that message from DT and said to me, James, the match is off. And I thought, oh no, because it-, oh, it was
0: what a nightmare. It was-
1: it was pouring with rain that day it was it was a rainy day that day and then and it, and it and it was called off in the last minute because i travelled all all the way to east ham to get ready for the dtfc away game and i thought to myself i couldn't believe the game got called off and then and i thought about finding somewhere to have lunch out instead like cuz when the game got called off and and apparently, the reason why I got called off is because it's not the referee saying the game was called off. Because the, they said the DTFC lads said the pitch is fine, right. and it was job of Sports Lot that called it off. And, and we think the pitch is fine, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. And because our lads was, wasn't our lads of DTFC wasn't was not very happy when they got called off because there was nothing wrong with the pitch.
0: I can imagine it must be frustrating traveling all the way down there. Um, obviously for the lads and you as well as a supporter, you know, traveling all the way down there, trying to, you know, and getting mentally prepared for the game only for it to be canceled for no real reason. It's uh, not good at all.
1: But yeah, that, that was hundred percent commitment. Why did like, why I traveled, uh, even the games, even the game got called off away at of sports in the last minute. And that was pure de- dedication on how I like get to the games. Like, like going to every single games that like on the trains to the home and the way games. And then when that one got called off and I thought to myself, that's true dedication on traveling to the game. Even that one got called off.
0: Yeah, definitely James, you know, that, that that's it. That's, that's it. You know, true ded- dedication following your team. It's a, uh... It's great to see, and you know, it really shows in your YouTube videos, especially you know how how dedicated you are to DTFC. So that's brilliant, mate. So, talk. Obviously, you've got quite a good knowledge of non-league football. Um, you know, there probably people listening to this podcast who maybe don't follow non-league football, maybe their teams in the Championship or the Premier League. So, what would you say? How can we help non-league clubs at the moment? Because obviously, you know, I'm aware it's, it's a difficult time. A lot of non-league clubs are losing money. So, how can we help at the moment? What would you recommend? What would you say to any supporters? Uh, you know, who want to help their local team?
1: To say to the supporters, I would think that it's best sometimes you can can go to the non-league games because it will really encourage the the, the people to go and support their teams in non-league football because it will be really better for non-league football to have more supporters to support their teams in non-league football than in the Premiership and Championship League 1 and League 2. But to support a team in non-league football is a lot better. And also it's it's cheaper to go and watch the games as well than than watching the Premier League game. Because like going to see your non-league team on the match days, like on the Saturdays and midweek games, it's a lot cheaper. And it's also really encouraged for football clubs to like have supporters there as well. And it will be really, really good financially as well for football clubs to have more supporters to support their team in non-league football as well.
0: Brilliant. I think that's a really, really good message, James. So, um, kind of, we're kind of touching it a little bit already, but um, do you follow, obviously, you know, everyone knows how much you like um, DTFC and, you know, you're obviously, obviously a massive supporter, but do you, do you watch the Premier League or Championship at all? Um, are there any teams that you like to watch um, in, in the top, in the top four leagues?
1: I did watch a little bit of Premier League teams at home when I watched, I watched a bit of telly at home and watched a little bit of Arsenal as well because I've got lots of my friends supporting Arsenal and a few of my friends supporting West Ham and I mainly watch a little bit of Arsenal most of the time because I've got lots of my friends even in my area supporting Arsenal and and but they haven't been doing very very well in the first half of the season but in the but near the second half of the season, they managed to pick up results, and and I also I just heard you know troops like um, a big Arsenal fan, and then there there was some comments on on their social media saying like if troops goes to America, Arsenal lose many games because troops has gone to America, like we <laughs> like, was doing his watch along with Czar. And then, because I, I watched Troops' watch-along in Amer- on, on his, um, is in America, on his watch-along. And then Arsenal keep, like, dropping points. And then since when Troops come back to the UK, in, I think it was Christmas period, I think it was, and then Arsenal's starting to pick up results again. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I don't understand why some people have been posting, like, oh, Troops is... Like gone back to America. Troops has gone to America. Arsenal losing and drawing, and then when Troops came back to the UK, Arsenal start winning again. And it was like, I I don't know why, but I thought to myself, what was the difference? Like it's all troops' fault. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I, I met Troops a while ago. He's a really nice chap. But he's, he's really funny as well. He really makes me laugh a lot as well. Because when I watched his watch-along in America, he, make, he makes me laugh so much. Because the passion of troops is absolutely inspirational as well. And he shouts a lot. And he <laughs> makes me laugh so much. That, 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 that's
0: definitely it. Obviously, with the, you know, with the Arsenal fan TV guys, you can definitely see you know, how much they, they care about their club, which, which is what, what being a supporter is all about.
1: Exactly, yeah, because they care for their football teams. And then, yeah, because sometimes, like, they, they have passion to support their teams, like, and they have different opinions, like, what went wrong and what went right. And and some bicker among themselves, like, like Troops and Zara that I've watched <laughs> on, on his watch-along in America. And it's, like, absolutely, like... <laughs> He's, he's, he's brilliant, he, he makes me laugh a lot, but, but no, he's, he's, he's a really passionate guy, because he loves his team, Arsenal, so much, and it's, I mean, the passion from Troops is absolutely superb.
0: Yeah, no, hundred percent. So, so moving on to um, talking a bit more about your your YouTube channel, James. As I as I mentioned, I've watched it for um, watched it for a while now and I really enjoy your videos. Um, but maybe for people who haven't heard about your videos and are thinking about checking out your channel, um, just just talk a little bit about your channel. Uh, how long have you been doing YouTube for? When when did you start uploading your match day vlogs?
1: I very first started my YouTube channel since was June. 2018, I think it was, when I created my first YouTube Matchday Vlogs. That was that was my homeland club, Whitton Town. I used to go to the games, but I just feel much happier supporting DTFC because the, the DTFC lads looked after me really, really well. And I and I get treated better at DTFC as well. And, but I'll, but certainly I'll, I'll keep it for the, for the great memories of my Matchday Vlogs with Whitton Town, Home of the Way, which is my homeland club but I'll definitely keep for the great memories that I had especially over the years as well and because I've remembered like since DTFC moved into non-league football last summer which used to be in the YouTube league but they moved into non-league football last summer and I've been doing lots of thinking over the last few hours because I can't support both teams in non-league football because it'd be quite strange To support both teams in non-league football and then and i've made my right decision to choose dtfc because i feel much happier there and and it's not just it's not just about the performances like winning or drawing or losing it's about being part of the family and i get treated very very well and a lot better as well at dtfc and we got on really really well with the lads but yeah my matchday vlogs with Town was really really good like the 2018-19 season when Whittentown just survived in the Isthmian 1 North. And, and, it, and it, it would keep it into the great memories I had, like for the good times and bad at Whittentown. I'll, I'll definitely keep it for the greatest memories I had over the years. But sometimes, like, I remembered a few of my friends who, who I used to be in the same special college with, who was at Derwin College, Many many years ago, I used to go to a college in Shropshire for three years in 2002 to 2005, and I've got a couple of friends who has the same condition, and they support a football team, and and then they changed to another football team, and it's part of their choice, which is really understandable. Of course, and I've, mate. yeah, I of course. It. No, it's my the-
0: choice.
1: It. Sorry.
0: Oh, sorry. I was going to say, you know, it's it is it's really it's really uh, good to see that you know you've really found your home, haven't you, with DTFC?
1: Yeah, I've, I, and I've made my choice last summer because, like, because like I said, I can't I can't support both teams in non-league football because, like, because like it's it's hard to support two teams. But but I've made the right decision to choose DTFC because I feel more happier. and getting on well with the lads and. But yeah, it's positive times ahead for DTFC and that I support. And but yes, I will keep it for the memories on my match day vlogs of Whitney Town as well. And brilliant. But yeah, still look on the results when while I'm supporting DTFC. And because like I said, I've made i made my choice and then and then the vast majority of people are so happy with my choice. And, that, and they're, they're really happy with my choice to support DTFC vast majority of people but but the very few minority were not very very happy so I just got to ignore it and ignore a few trolls on social media because I do get a few trolls at times on social media I just got to keep ignoring it and block them or something like that because sometimes like it's all part of jealousy you just got to ignore it and and they I mean sometimes they don't have a life and they just got to like ignore it and just sort of like focus on the vast majority of people are chuffed with my decision that I chose DTFC to support. And I, cause I feel much happier.
0: That's brilliant. And you know, and what you said is, is exactly right. You know, use that block button and ignore them and, you know, focus on you and focus on what makes you happy. That's the most important thing. And obviously that's uh, that's, that's DTFC. And I'm so glad that you've, you found a club, you know, who, uh, you know, who show you that respect and, you know, you're part of that family.
1: Yeah, I was doing my non-league away days. I think it was around about September 2019, or I think it was like, yeah, it was July and then to September 2019. I was doing my non-league away days, went to visit various non-league grounds and went to, went to a place like Paul Town. And I made a trip. That was before I supported DTFC. I've made a trip down to Paul Town for my visit where I got the train from London, Waterloo. And that was the game against, Paul, I meant, sorry, the game from Paul Town against Wimborne, Wimborne Town. Mm-hmm. And that was Paul's 3-1 victory, I think it was. And it was a good game. And, and as a neutral, I really enjoyed it and it was a really good day out. And, and also it, it also really helped people with autism and learning disabilities on how I coped with my inspirational confidence on how to travel like independently to places. And I've also went to another place called Osset United on my, on my another non-legal way day, which I've made the trip down to Wakefield Westgate on the train from London Kings Cross. And it, it was about a two and a half hour journey and it's been like a really good day out, and I've really enjoyed it.
0: Brilliant! That's great to hear, mate. So, um, talking obviously, carry on talking about your YouTube channel. Are you going to carry on your um, carry on your vlogs with uh, DTFC? Uh, obviously, when we can return to the games, is that your plan, or are you thinking you're going to do something else with your uh, with your channel?
1: Yeah, that's my plan. I'm going to continue my DTFC match day vlogs, home and away this season when the pandemic is all over and when the lockdown is lifted. I will continue doing my DTFC match day vlogs. And, I've, and I posted the other video. I was doing my Ian Beale impressions. That like, was um, brilliant.
0: I, I really enjoyed that. I found that really
1: funny. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a comment being saying to me, there was a comment from someone that said to me that my Ian Beale impressions was absolutely spot on. And it was... It was. Brilliant! They
0: they loved it. Very good, mate. Brilliant. So, um, obviously, carry on talking about your YouTube here. What's do you have a? Can you think back? Is there a favourite YouTube video you've made? And also as well, and um, to kind of tie in with this question, what do you enjoy and what do you like about making uh, your YouTube videos? Because obviously, um, I, I know you've kind of branched out recently. You're doing your exercise videos, which we'll talk, we'll talk about a li- little bit later in the podcast, which I think are great. And obviously, uh, your comedy videos as well, which are brilliant. So what do you enjoy about making those uh, type of videos?
1: I really enjoy making those, like doing the Ian Bill impressions and doing my workouts as well. Because doing the workout at home during the third national lockdown, it, it really encourages people to keep fit during the the lockdown period because it will really encourage people to keep fit. And also, it's really helping people's mental health as well because a lot of people have been, been sending me my DM since after Boris Johnson addressed the nation that we had to go into a third national lockdown. And then there was a lot of... DMs been sent to me and they, and they said, James, I'm struggling what I'm going to do. And, I, and I've, and I've wrote to many people as possible, like with encouragement to stay fit and, and keep the mental health and the fitness going because like doing the fitness is really good for mental health. And it's also to keep fit and healthy as well
0: amazing no and that's you know that's great a really great thing to be doing you know reaching out to people and helping people through this difficult time so well done James that's an amazing thing to do so um, my my next question kind of ties into that really like what advice would you give to people because obviously you talk a lot about mental health on your social media and it's great that you're so open and honest about how you feel and the struggles that you've had you know it's it's great you know other people reading that you know, who maybe you've gone through the same thing and, you know, understand that it makes them realise, you know, that they're not alone and there's people they can reach out and talk to. So um, what advice would you give to people who are struggling with their mental health at the moment? Um, you know, what, what kind of things do you do to keep yourself, you know, in in such a positive, um, in positive mood and being such a positive presence online?
1: My encouragement is, is to sort of keep fit during the third national lockdown and because it'll be really good for everyone's mental health just to sort of keep going. And like I did my workouts every day, cause I've, cause I've done my day one of my third national lockdown workout day one last Saturday. And I'm, and I'm also definitely doing my day 10 workout sometime tonight, it'll be really, really good. Just We just mm-hmm. got to keep going and stay fit. And cause it'll be really, really good. And cause like my advice to everyone is to keep fit as possible, because it will be really good, light for everyone's mental health.
0: Brilliant. So, so obviously, um, from following your social media, um, you obviously post about um, your work, uh, you work out at um, Sainsbury's. So how, how has the lockdown affected that? How have things changed at work for you? And how do you, and how is it, obviously, you know, working through the pandemic?
1: It was really good during the first national lockdown because it was like plenty of positivity in the first national lockdown while I was working at Sainsbury's and keeping everyone posted on how I'm getting on at work and how I do it safely. And, and I thought to myself, don't ever be afraid to go to work in the lockdown because we're doing everything we, everything we can to keep feeding the nation and keep feeding everyone in the nation. And to keep everyone safe as well. And especially I've been using the D10 and cloth to clean the trolley handle bars and the basket handles as well to keep everyone safe at this time because, like, because we're we working in a very safe environment, like to keep everyone safe during the pandemic. And then there was a few customers have been saying to me, James. Sorry, a few customers have been saying to me you've done a fantastic job and, and it brought me a smile and I, I, I was nearly, I, it was overwhelming and I, 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 nearly had, I nearly had a tear in my eye because like, because it was overwhelming what one of the customers had been saying to me, saying, you've done a grand job, you've done a superb job. And it just, it brings a huge, it was really overwhelming.
0: Brilliant. You know, and, that, and that's great that people that, you know, who uh, obviously visited in the store, um, you know, really do appreciate your work, and that's that's great to hear, mate. So, um, obviously, uh, you kind of you kind of touched on it a bit there, but how do you manage to kind of stay so positive and spread that positivity on social media? Because I know um, it's really important and it helps helps a lot of people out. So, how do you manage to do that?
1: I thought to myself, like, since since the pandemic started in the UK, and there was everyone panicking about like about the pandemic, because since the pandemic arrived in the UK in around about the end of February, March, I think it was, and then everyone was afraid and everyone was scared and and I had to do something to think to myself that I need to create lots of positivity on social media because like we want to keep things positive and and keep things going, because I, I had to do something to bring lots of positivity to everyone around the whole globe, and not not just the UK, it's the whole world that needs plenty of positivity. Like, especially what's going on in America, it's really, really bad as well. That, like, people around in America that need plenty of positivity as well. And it's, I mean, like I said, it's not just America and the UK, it's the whole world that deserves plenty of positivity during the tough times through the pandemic.
0: No, definitely, that's brilliant, mate. So, talking more about kind of um, social media, and um, obviously we've touched on YouTube. Um, what YouTubers do you like? What YouTubers do you watch? Um, I know we've spoke about um, obviously um, Arsenal Fan TV being on that list, but um, is there any any YouTubers that you watch, and, and how do they help, and how do they inspire you when you make your own videos?
1: The first one is a U- The first one from a YouTuber has to be like DT because, like I said, he's been a huge inspiration that really helped me a lot doing my Match Day vlogs. And, and there's another YouTuber like Troops and Expressions, and they're all inspirational. They're absolutely brilliant. And and there was another one from Mark Goldbridge and Rants and Bants or something like that. And there's plenty of YouTubers that really inspire me massively. I watched those and they were absolutely superb. and. And I remember there was another YouTuber called Naive Peg, who was a Bolton Wanderers supporter. I watched her match day vlog as well. I think it was a few years ago. And I had to feel sorry because, like, her team, Bolton Wanderers, are not doing well in the previous leagues. And then and they used to be a Premier League team, but now Bolton Wanderers are currently in League 1, I think it was, or, or League 2. I'm not 100% sure, but they dropped down more in the league. But I... I don't know if it's to do with their owners or something like that. I don't know. But I have to feel sorry for Naive Pegg, who is a Bolton Wanderers fan. And she's a, she, she's a true Bolton Wanderers supporter. And I have to praise her for that because she's done an absolute splendid job on her channel doing like Bolton Wanderers games. And another one that's been very, very inspirational. And, and I've really enjoyed that as well. And I think it's worth a watch on, on that as well
0: amazing that's great to hear so so obviously um fingers crossed this year um you know we are we are going to see uh you know the end of the lockdown and things getting better with obviously the you know the release of the vaccine and everything and hopefully life getting back to some kind of normality would be nice um so i'm just wondering james do you have any plans for this year obviously you know when these restrictions start to ease is there anything you want to get out and do whether that's with your youtube channel um or dtfc or whatever it might be
1: when the lockdown eases, I mainly I'm mainly going to the DTFC matches, we've just got to wait and see what the FA and the and the league what they're gonna do like if they're going to continue when the lockdown eases, we've just got to wait and see what what their decision is from the FA and the league if we can continue the season because we've gone through some we got through a couple of lockdowns like the second and the third. And because sometimes with the lockdowns can be very, very frustrating because we want to complete the whole season this season, van last season, because last season it was voided because of the first national lockdown. But I really hope for the season to be completed. But like I said, we just got to wait and see what's going to happen. But I'm very hopeful that the matches will continue and I'll, and I'll be going to the DTFC games Home in the way because that's my main routine, and especially with my autism and learning disabilities, I've really enjoyed my my routine, like travelling to the train. And I, I just, just, I just want the normality to return a lot sooner. Hopefully, we just got to wait and see what's going to happen because I really enjoyed going to the games during normality before the pandemic starts. Because I, I really enjoyed it so much because it's my main get out like to go and support the team, like my team DTFC um, every week and like permanently every week, because it, it really helps me a lot to get out more. And it'll be really, really good to get things back to normal soon. We just gotta wait and see what's gonna happen next.
0: Brilliant. So do you have any advice, uh, you know, because I'm sure there'll be people who listen to this podcast, you know, who watch what you do or, um, you know, other match day vloggers. Uh, you know, do you have any advice for somebody who wants to start on YouTube or start a podcast or anything like that? What What would you say?
1: I would say it would be, like, really good to see my match day vlogs as well, how I did, and because it would give more people inspiration as well, because it will help more people to create their own channels to upload their matchday vlogs when they're supporting their teams as well. And, and anything really, because it really encourages people to like show in my inspiration that when I did my matchday vlogs with DTFC this season and last season, and I've done some of my homeland club as well, before I went on to support DTFC after I made my choice and yeah, the, the, my youtube channel is absolutely brilliant so um it it is worth a watch to see my youtube channel and how i did my match day vlogs and how i'm coping with my autism and learning difficulties as well and it also gives more people with plenty of inspiration especially with other people with learning conditions and autism that would really help them massively as well
0: brilliant james so um that that that's, takes us to the end of the podcast. I just want to say a massive thank you, James, for coming on and um, giving me your time this evening. And, uh, yeah, it's been great to chat to you and uh, find out a bit more.
1: No worries. At any time, I, I really enjoyed it.
0: Brilliant. Thanks a lot, mate. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, what I will do, I will put James's social media link, his YouTube and his Twitter, in the description um, of wherever you are listening to this. So make sure um, you get over there and check it out. And, yeah,
1: thanks, everybody, for listening.